Welcome back to the St Edward School podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life at the school. In this episode, we speak to head girl, Harriet, and head boy, Jamie. Both are in year 13, which means that here at the end of term, they're right at the end of their time at St Edward's. In fact, they've already left, but they've returned to record this podcast episode. They're about to explain to us how the pandemic affected their sixth form years, what it means to be head girl and head boy, what they're planning to do next academic year for university, and how they're enjoying their time between now and when that happens. Come with me as we step into sixth form life at St Edward's School. Harriet and Jamie, welcome to this episode of the school's podcast. How are you both doing today? Um, I'm really good, thank you. I'm well too. Uh, it's nice being back in school. Um, we've been away for two or three weeks now after doing all our exams. Um, yeah, it's house day here. So it's nice to see everyone sort of doing the assault courses with the fun activities we've got going on. Yeah, and we were just saying that we've got work after this and we're jealous that everyone outside is on, you know, bouncy castles. We're off to go and do shifts. Oh, look at that. Well, it, m- it must be a bit strange. So so let's get this right. So here we are right at the end of June. So, so when did you both actually leave school? Uh, technically the 11th of June. Okay. Um, Jamie had some exams in that last week, but I basically finished on the 28th of May. Gosh. Which was nice. Wow. I was quite jealous about that. Understandably so. So now you're back in today just to record this podcast. So first of all, thank you very much for coming back into school in order to record <laughs> this. Uh, secondly, is it a bit strange being back in school today? It is a bit. I didn't even know the mask rule because as a student, you don't have to wear a mask. Mm. But when we, but we didn't really know what we're kind of classed as. It took a couple of minutes to work out the code for the doors as well. Um, <laughs> that's sort of erased from my memory now. Yeah, yeah. No, I can imagine. I can imagine. Okay, so you two, as head boy and head girl, of course, the last year has has been different to what it would normally have been. So, so in some ways, a bit of a shame that you're head boy and head girl during a year like that. But in other ways, of course, it being a little bit different does mark it out as being a little bit different as well. Mm. But tell me in your own words how you found really the last, well, the last two years, not just talking about pandemic, but just, you know, looking at the last two years of doing sixth form, being in year 12 and year 13. I really enjoyed sixth form, um, especially from year 11. It's, it becomes a lot smaller and you get a lot closer to everyone. You make friends with people you weren't really friends with before. And everyone sort of becomes more of a community. We always talk about how the whole school is a community, but I think in sit form it's really amplified. And there's there's also that sort of friendship built between the two year groups as well, which is really nice. Um, mm. We go out and do things together rather than just sticking to our little friendship groups. I think for me it was quite weird because I've always was like really excited to go to sixth form and even applying for head girl I was like oh great I can do this I can have a speech I can stand up in assembly but I haven't mm. been able to do anything that I thought I would have but um we were still in assembly mm-hmm. we still have done speeches so that we've found ways of still being head boy and head girl mm. without having because we can't see any other year it's quite hard because mm. normally mm. Head, we'd go and see a seven year eight but we just haven't been able to. But it hasn't really stopped us from having a good time. Oh, that, that's really good to hear, Harriet. That really is. Tell us a little bit more then about some of the things you have been able to do. A couple of open mornings, open evenings, sitting in the back of Mr. Burt's <laughs> office in assemblies was a bit of a highlight for me. Yeah, some people <laughs> said that we've looked like bodyguards because we, just, we couldn't say anything. Um, but we were just sat behind him with like arms crossed. <laughs> Maybe we were hostages. There were many rumours. <laughs> It's been a bit of a shame to miss the events. Like we would have had a summer ball a couple of weeks ago, uh, last week actually, 
which we had to miss, um, rintables, things like that. It's been a bit of a shame, but we found ways around it um, to sort of make the most of what we could do, really, which has been really nice. And those open days, tell me a little bit more about how they worked and what your involvement was. Well, for the the proper Saturday open day, when it was like a six-hour event, we, me and Jamie were stationed with Mr Burke, our headmaster, in a performance hall, and there was groups of 15 families, and mm-hmm. you'd do your speech once for the 15 families, they'd go, and then you'd have to sit through the whole thing another three times. So me and Jamie learned Mr Burke's speech by the end, and we were <laughs> mouthing along to it. Because <laughs> we'd heard it so many times. Was it quite strange then hearing the same speech several times, given the fact that Sometimes you might hear a speech and think to yourself, gosh, that person's speaking very well uh, just off the cuff. But then you realise that actually it's all quite rehearsed. Yeah. What I liked finding was when he made a mistake and I'd be going, oh, he didn't do that last time. (laughs) I quite like that. But but no, it was it was impressive that he kept it so informal and it felt like it was off the cuff each time. Mm. But obviously we knew that he'd done it twice before. Yeah, but you're getting these insider secrets now, aren't you? He changed words every time. And I was sort of, um, I was trying to remember what he was saying the last time. And then he changed the word and I thought, oh God, I didn't know that. (laughs) Well, that's quite impressive then if he's changing it a little bit each time. Maybe he's refining it and maybe he's tuning it into the audience that's listening to it. That's interesting. So again, putting pandemic to one side for a second, do you think the role of being head boy and head girl was as you expected it to be or was it different to what you expected it to be? Um, I think we've got away with doing a lot less work. We would have had to do a lot more speeches. <laughs> yeah. So we were expected to do quite a lot more and then kind of fell short of doing that much work. Mm-hmm. So mixed opinions about that, but I was quite I was quite pleased. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it, actually. I think um, it's sort of been a lot more spontaneous than what, no, what we'd normally be. Um, and we've sort of had to do things in less time than I think we would have probably had yeah, to. Definitely. And then we do something and it's cancelled um, and things like that. It's been a bit spontaneous, as I said, but I think um, it's made it more interesting, if anything. No, of course. Okay, so at least you did have the benefit then of before you joined the sixth form, your your GCSEs were at a period where we weren't in a pandemic um, before you then came into sixth form. But uh, tell me a little bit about what sixth form life has been like at the school. Um, It's been really good. Um, We had a remodelling of the entire sixth form common room. Okay. That was quite fun. So we got like a new pool table, new kitchen. So because mm-hmm. our old one, it was it was still nice, and it's what I already, always expected. But it was nice to have a, a different kind of better room, mm. just because mm. we had so much taken away from us. It was really nice. But when we first in year twelve, because it was completely normal, there was no mention of anything COVID related. It no. was it was really nice. And it was exactly what I expected it. And I have made friends that I didn't from like different years you know when you're like in year 11 you don't talk to the younger years it's kind of a thing because you're in the old years but in sixth form you talk to whoever you want it's I really enjoyed that element of it Mm. yeah I think probably the best memory from sixth form for me was the February before lockdown um we went we went on a ski trip and one of the old teachers who left used to organize it uh, Mr Winterbottom he came back to come on that with us um and I think there was three or four from from year 12, um, our year group, and then another four or five from the year above. And I think mm-hmm. that was really nice because before that, we hadn't really spoken to or got to know people in the year above closely. But I think from then, the whole sixth form sort of bonded a lot more, um, mm. which I think was really nice. Now, you both joined the school back in year seven. I think that's right. So tell me what your experience has been like 
of being at school since then? Or to put it another way, how would you say that you are different people now that you're at the end of year 13 compared to how you were, say, at the beginning of year seven? Um, well, my kind of scope of the world definitely improved because I came from a school that was 50 people in the in- students in the entire school. Wow. OK. So I came to a year of like 50 students and I was I was like, what is this? But we've actually got quite a small school. But mm. when I got here, the people at the prep school were like, oh, we've already done Latin. We've already done biology. Mm. I, maths and English were the basic things at my school. So mm. I've, I've learned things that I would never have even dreamed of in year six because I didn't know they existed. Mm. But I suppose that would have happened at any school. But definitely here, it was because it, it was more personal with the teachers because there's less students per teacher. Mm. And I feel like I've got a good grasp I've definitely mm. discovered passions that I just didn't dream of. What kind of things do you mean there then, Harriet? Um, well, I'm doing politics at university and I didn't think that would be an A-level or anything like that. And I'm also doing economics in my course, which I didn't think would be a GCSE or an A-level. And I'm, mm-hmm. I found out when I started taking the A-levels that I just really loved it, mm. really passionate about it. And it's now what I want to do for the rest of my life. Okay. Which is really nice. And I know that some schools don't offer those subjects. So I'm really glad mm. that ours did. So I wouldn't have found out how much I like them. Yeah, I think the breadth of opportunities we've been given has really sort of helped us mature in a positive way rather than grow into robots who just do academic and just let pump out good grades. Like, for example, I play squash and I think had I gone to a different school, I wouldn't have been able to miss two or three days in a week going off to tournaments around the country and I think that's really sort of allowed me to follow what I want to do and allowed me to grow as a rounded person as I said rather mm. than just a student if that makes sense. Mm. That makes perfect sense. So tell me about some of the places you've been to playing squash. Most of the big cities and then I've sort of been to other little places like Abingdon which is a nice little town in near Oxfordshire. Nottingham University is probably a big one. It's got like a big glass door um with seating all around it so that's always mm. quite fun to play on and what is it about squash that you like so much it's quite fast paced which i like i don't like mm. a lot of hanging around and i also think the community because it's not um such a big sport like tennis i think you get to know everyone there on a more personal level rather than just as a as an opponent really and harriet are you into sport at all have you been have you been playing sport <laughs> well i am a very basic tennis player but mm. sport isn't really where my heart lies. Um, Jamie's like ranked in the world and I'm, I'd am i probably be the millionth best tennis player in <laughs> Cheltenham. I don't know, I'm not great. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you're being slightly hard on yourself. So what do you enjoy doing if it's not sport then? I enjoy kind of doing charitable... Not I'm not saying that I'm like a saint, but I really enjoy doing like village activities... Oh, yeah. um, and charity mm-hmm. things within my village because my vi- I've, it's like a tiny 30 house village mm-hmm. and I really enjoy just I, I'm friends with every single person there we do stuff all the time oh, my wow. best friends my next door neighbor and I just love helping like we did some things over lockdown like making scrubs and stuff like that and we all got mm. together outside I just love like I just I love, just love the people that I surround with and charity work I also work in a charity shop I love mm-hmm. the people there as well. So that's that's really what I do in my spare time. So you get a bit of a kick out of helping other people then, is that right? Yeah, I, I'm not going to say that that's the only reason I do it. I do mainly go to have a chat with my friends. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I really enjoy it. I've always been doing something charitable at some point of the year. Mm. 
Excellent. So, uh, so we know that you were doing, um, Harry, that you were doing politics and economics. And were you doing anything else as well? Well, for A-level, I did maths, which I do not recommend if you're not really passionate about it, because it is just so hard that you've got to drag yourself to, to kind of revise and make sure that you know what integration is, which I'm still a bit hazy on. Yeah. Um, but then for uni, I want to do economics, politics and international relations. Okay. Which I haven't, it's not, it's not an A-level, but I think it ties nicely, obviously, with the two subjects, as they wouldn't offer it. So I'm excited to see what that's going to be like. And where are you hoping to do that? What's your, what's your first choice? Um, Royal Holloway. Okay. Not many people have heard of it, but it's by Windsor and it's in Berkshire. It, it's a very good university as well. Yeah. It's got a nice fancy building, that's all I know. <laughs> it has got a very nice fancy building. That's... It is a very nice building. You're not wrong there. Uh, and where else do you have, uh, or where else did you apply to as well then, Harriet? Um, my kind of insurance choice is Southampton. Okay. And then I also applied to Birmingham, Exeter and City, which Here's is part of the University of London. Sounds like someone's Apple Watch is going yep, off there. Mine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> totally good, Harriet. Um, okay, and... Jamie, what, uh, which, which A-levels have you been studying over the last two years? Um, I did biology, sports science, or PE, I'm not sure which one it is, um, and history. And then I did geography for AS, and luckily I didn't have to sit the exam for that. I was a bit nervous about that exam. Right, okay. And then where are you hoping to be next year? Uh, Loughborough, um, to do human biology and play squash, obviously. Okay, naturally. Uh, I'm not surprised to hear you say Loughborough. That does sound quite logical based on what you said you're into. Okay, so let's go back then. Let's imagine that you were talking to somebody who's just about to join the sixth form. And of course, next year, next academic year, hopefully, fingers crossed, there'll be absolutely no reference at all to, to pandemic. So what would you say to someone who's currently in year 11 and is waiting for their GCSE results, but they're going to be an, uh, a sixth former next year? I think if you just want to do a subject and you're going to be passionate about it, just go for it. Just try it out because you can always, you can here just switch at any time if you don't mm. like them. Well, within reason, not like a day before the exam, but uh, yeah, just try it. If, don't worry about what all your friends are doing. Just mm-hmm. do the subject that you really want to do. Yeah, definitely. Just get stuck in with everything. Um, all the opportunities to help out, be prefect, subject prefect on the leadership mm-hmm. team. Um, mm-hmm. Everything that's offered to you just say yes get stuck in and uh, make the most of it really um, because at a bigger school you wouldn't have all those opportunities um, to help out with sort of pushing the school in the direction where it wants to go mm. um, and I think if you don't take those opportunities you regret them because even if you don't enjoy them when you're when you're doing it you'll look back in six months time and think oh god I'd wish I'd done that and you don't, you don't want to regret anything no no of course uh, and also to play squash I imagine you're going to say Jamie is that a good thing to do yeah uh, I'm offering coaching at East Gloss so hey there's always that as well <laughs> okay all right <laughs> excellent and then tell me a little bit then about how you're filling your time between uh, having finished at the school on what May 28th or June the 11th uh, and how you're filling your time between then and say August the 10th when you get results um, well for me I've just um, been given a job at mm-hmm. a pub so I'm last night it was a bartender it was very okay. exciting right okay um, and then I also work in a farm shop in the morning so I'm mm-hmm. pretty busy at the minute um, mm. I also I'm a big tv fan so I'm getting through the box sets I've been not wanting to watch because of exams ah, I'm catching okay. up I'd say well that must be a good opportunity then to catch up on some of those things that you've been sort of looking forward to during 
all that study time. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice feeling to not have any like revision in your head. Like think about where my flashcards are. It's a nice break, like mental break. So, what's your favourite box uh, box set that you've been watching recently? Then, ooh, um, I'm quite enjoying NCIS. Okay, yeah, which is like a criminal show. My favourite TV <laughs> show is Miranda. Favourite character in Miranda. Miranda <laughs> or it could be Clive there's something about him I just love him <laughs> and Jamie tell me how you've been filling your time um, up until the middle of August well I said to Howie earlier it feels like there's nothing to do now I've got no revision I've got no exams I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> you did say that um, it, was, it was quite depressing but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah playing squash coaching squash and then I've got a couple of holidays booked with some friends uh, and probably go away with my family just enjoying what we can at the moment really well fingers crossed those holidays can go ahead uh well look both of you thank you so much for for giving up your time and coming on to this episode of the podcast um best of luck with everything that you do at royal holloway and loughborough fingers crossed that august the 10th is a good day for you both and uh and you both go sailing off to those places where you want to go i'm sure that you will do but thank you very much for your time thank you for being here thank Thank you. you So that was head girl Harriet and head boy Jamie. Thank you to both of you for coming on to this episode of The School Podcast. If you have any questions about anything that they've talked about, then you can contact the school by visiting www.stedwards.co.uk. Now, as always, if you're not following this podcast yet, then now is the time to do so, because then when the next episode comes out, you'll get a small notification to let you know that it's there. So go and do that. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode, and we look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye for now.